Hibbert. Toots Siebert was a titan of Jamaican popular music. In the early 1960s, with his harmony group The Metals, Toots permanently changed the island's music scene by infusing ska with gospel. He went on to captivate overseas audiences by blending blues and funk with reggae, becoming one of Jamaica's best-known performers. Hello, Georges Collinet with you on Afropop Worldwide from PRX. Today's program is a salute to Toots, whose incredible career ended only when he tragically died of COVID-19 in September 2020, aged 77. Producer David Katz will trace his evolution using archival interviews with the man along the way. And forgive us if that audio is less than pristine, since most of it was recorded many, many moons ago on basic equipment. Youngest of 11 children, Toots was born Frederick Hibbert in 1942. The nickname bestowed when his brother John held him as a baby. So my brother told me when I was born, he held me in his arms. I said, come here, Toots, come here, Tootsie. He was raised in Treadlight on the outskirts of the market town of Maypen, where his mother was a nurse and his father farmed the land. Both were devout Christians who helped to spread the teachings of the Lord. I grew with my mom and my father, my sister and brother, and I grew up in the church. It's a Seventh-day Adventist, a mini church, where people gather and singing so nice, praising God, I always want to be there. Father was a preacher, my mom was a preacher, and my sister and brother, they are choir in the church. So I grew up in a spiritual way. Gospel, country, and soul music on the radio were further influences, and after Toots moved to the sprawling West Kingston slum of Trenchtown as a teenager, he formed the Maytals with Jerry Mathias and Rolly Gordon while working at the local barbershop. I used to do boxing. People told me I could sing, so I stopped doing boxing. And I used to listen to Ray Charles on the radio, listen to uh, Mayella Jackson, listen to Wilson Pickett, listen to James Brown, listen to other artists, and I want to sing, I want to sing. So when I grew up, I went away from my country, go to Kingston, and I used to be a barber. I stuck with some people who do barbering. Then I met Jerry, I met Raleigh. They were bigger than me, they was elder. Then they told me, oh, I like the way you sing, I want you to teach me. So I began to teach people in my youthful days.
Although a recording for King Edwards was left in the can, and early group recordings for Duke Reed were also held back, the Maytals hit instantly in 1962 with the ska gospel hybrid Hallelujah. It was released by sound system owner Clement Sir Cox and Dodd not long before he established Studio One, the esteemed recording facility often called Jamaica's Motown. Further hits for Dodd included Fever and Treat Me Bad, while Never Grow Old was such a sensation that it became the title track of the Metal's debut album. But the financial arrangements were frustrating, prompting the group to begin recording for Prince Buster in 1964. Dog War and Indignant Pain in My Belly were massive hits expressing the group's frustration. The latter was a dig at Dodd that celebrated the new bond with Buster until Toots found that the Prince was equally hesitant where Pay was concerned. I was singing for Coxendoni, but he treated me um, shabby, so I think Prince Buster would treat me better. So when I did it for Prince Buster, they, they let me down. When the group began recording for the bassist and band leader Byron Lee, Daddy topped the Jamaican charts for seven weeks straight, until B-side It's You usurped it. Let me tell you something, Daddy. 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 
Two songs were issued by Atlantic Overseas and the Metals won the festival song competition in 1966 with Bam Bam, a song of defiance with an unusual rhythm and prominent percussion. got top billing at the opening of the National Arena, and after Island Records founder Chris Blackwell secured dates for them in Britain, the Maytals were set to conquer the world. But then, on August 5, 1966, Toots found himself in custody, the charges unclear. He later said a rival producer paid money to scupper the tour. He spent many months in a soldier's barracks, but was not arrested for marijuana possession, as has often been reported. No, I forgot you. I get arrested because people wish me bad. I went to go bail somebody. I get arrested for nothing because it was planned. That's why I sing about it. By the time Toots was released, Jamaica was enthralled by the new reggae style, a dance music with a disjointed rhythm. Now working for Leslie Kong of Beverly's Records, who was easygoing and who also paid better, the Metals became part of the shift with 5446 was my number. This song, inspired by his incarceration, became an immortal hit. Number. Oh, 
It has often been stated that 5446 was his actual prison number, but Toots said this was not the case. No, I think it happened. That's why I sing about it. So I didn't want to even talk about it. recorded some exquisite music for Leslie Kong, including the anguished Night and Day, which lashed out against those that sabotaged him. Thank you. 
Metals were unstoppable with Kong. Follow-up hit, Do the Reggae, spelled R-E-G-G-A-Y, was reputedly the first to name the new genre. a typical Jamaican wedding was the 1969 festival winner. was another smash to hit back at unscrupulous producers. It would inspire memorable cover versions by The Clash and Robert Palmer.
follow-up hit, Monkey Man jokingly compared Leslie Kong's brother to a gorilla. It was popular with white working class kids in England and became a mainstay of the Metal's concert playlist. attack in August 1971, the Metals began recording with Kong's assistant, Warwick Lin, winning the festival song competition in 1972 with Pumps and Pride. Jamaicanized versions of John Denver's Country Roads and the evergreen Louie Louie continued the hit-making trend, and a cameo in The Harder They Come helped introduce the group to overseas audiences. And 
when Chris Blackwell asked for a song about Jamaica's capital city, the result was an unprecedented international smash titled Funky Kingston. Overseas success and infusions of soul, blues, and R&B. Don't forget to visit Afropop.org to see our playlist for the show and more on Toots and the Metals. I'm Georges Collinet, and you're listening to Afropop Worldwide from PRX. Soul, the title track of Toots and the Metals' hit album, released by Island Records in 1976. 
Along with the regular Jamaican players, the album featured Steve Winwood on keyboards, Chicago Steve on harmonica, and South African saxophonist Dudu Pukwana. Rastaman was a playful recasting of Bam Bam that acknowledged Toots Rastafari faith, which he maintained despite never wearing dreadlocks. Then I get teachment in a Coptic church, which is Rastafari. I was involved knowing all these things about Rastafari, whether I'm to comb my locks, whether I'm to grow my locks long or whatever. So I spent a long time learning that, studying the Bible and so forth.
continued to address serious subjects. During a turbulent era in Jamaican politics, the song Famine decried the island's rampant inflation and the scarcity of work.
In September 1980, Island managed to release a recording of Toots and the Maytals' triumphant performance at the Hammersmith Palais the day after it happened. The album coincided with a resurgence of interest in the group after The Clash and the Specials covered their earlier hits. sound. The gospel undercurrent was a constant. On Journeyman, from the album Just Like That, Toots sang of his unique approach to music. released in 1981, was produced by Toots himself. Its outstanding single, Beautiful Woman, topped the charts in New Zealand. But it hit just as Jerry Mathias and Raleigh Gordon announced their departure from the group. When we start to make it in life, they want to live in foreign country. But after that, my daughters, I tour with them. Even if I take all money on the road with me, they can't even get chance to sing the harmony because the audience sings all the time, sings all the time, my harmony. Toots said that producing came naturally, since he was an uncredited musical arranger on much of his work. When I started the business, 
I do my own arranging. I play all the instruments. I play guitar, play keyboard, bass, drums, whatever, congas, harmonica, I blow five and everything. And I raise my stuff. And if you are a good musician, you come and I told you, say, listen to this. And you play, copy what I have. Versatility. The 1988 album Toots in Memphis was recorded in the Blues and Soul Hotspot with top session players. You got me spinning like I'm in the child. Cause your love is much better than any love I know. It is like thunder. Output naturally slowed in the 1990s, 
but his 2004 release, True Love, won a Grammy. The inspired project saw him duetting with Willie Nelson, Keith Richards, and Ben Harper, as well as long-term fan, Bonnie Raitt.
2012 album Unplugged on Strawberry Hill allowed Toots to get back to basics, stripping things down to just acoustic guitar and voice. The following year, he was injured when a fan threw a bottle at a performance in Virginia, resulting in a long hiatus. release Got To Be Tough saw Toots in fine form. During our last interview, he spoke of its universality, the second Grammy winner ultimately becoming his swan song. There's a whole lot of goodness, good producing by me, arranging by me, played by me. Um, the album that tell a story is a piece for everyone. I may be, you forget, yeah. Toots may be gone, but he leaves a rich legacy of music, one that will indeed never grow old. Funding for Afropop Worldwide comes from the National Endowment for the Arts, which believes a great nation deserves great art, and PRX affiliate stations around the U.S. And now, more than ever, thank you for supporting your public radio station. Additional support for Afropop Worldwide comes from Womex, the showcase, seminar, and trade fair for world and roots music, October 19th to the 23rd in Lisbon, Portugal. More info at womex.com. To learn more about Toots and the Metals and reggae in general, check out afropop.org. You can also find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at AfropopWW. And don't forget to sign up for our free e-newsletter. My Afropop partner is Sean Barlow. Sean produces our program for World Music Productions. Research and production for this program by David Katz. Production support from Donald Clark. And don't forget to join us next week for another edition of Afropop Worldwide. Our chief audio engineer is Michael Jones. Additional production by GC at the Syncopated Lair in Washington, D.C. Banning Air and C.C. Smith edit our website, afropop.org. 
Our director of new media is Mukwai Wabeisi Yolwe, and I'm Georges Collinet.